0: Whenever you are ready, you can call the meeting to order. It's
1: 533 and calling the City of Lawrence Sustainability Advisory Board meeting to order. And according to Jasmine, we have quorum. So we can hold the meeting and vote on stuff. I'm going to do as little talking as possible. So I'm going to let Jasmine and Kara kind of take over if that's okay.
0: Okay, sounds good. So um, the first thing up on the agenda is just an overview of the virtual meeting procedures. So I will uh, speak to that So my name is Jasmine Moore. I'm the sustainability director. I'll be facilitating the Zoom portion of the meeting. Um, So uh, this is being broadcast live on uh, the city's YouTube channel and the public access channel 25. Um, During the meeting, please mute yourself by clicking on the microphone icon found in the lower left-hand side of the Zoom menu right next to the video icon. And when you're muted, a red line will appear over that icon. Um, and muting your microphone will just make sure that everyone can hear, and you'll have to remember to unmute if and when you would like to speak. In some cases, I may mute or unmute people as needed, and each time you speak, if you would please remember to state your name uh, for the benefit of those that are listening remotely. And in, in that same area, you can also turn your camera off or on by clicking on the video icon. And for the purposes of this public meeting, if you are able to uh, keep your video on during the public meeting, if you are a board member, um, if you're here for public comment, feel free to turn your video off until you're ready to make public comment. Um, and if you're participating by phone, you can press star six to unmute uh, or mute yourself. And you can also just use the mute feature on your phone. So let's see, Uh, you can look at uh, speaker view or gallery view. I would suggest gallery view uh, in Zoom so that you can see everyone. Um, And all motions will need to be stated clearly. And after a motion is made and seconded, the chair will call on board members individually or staff in this case uh if if uh, is not ready and and i think kira is on here now um we'll call on board members individually to provide their vote and we have several people who have expressed interest in providing public comment today on on one or more items um so when we get to the public comment uh if you would just Uh, Makoqua or Kira just check in with me to see if there's anything anyone who would like to speak Um, usually no one shows up here but I'll let you know if someone shows up in person as well and I just want to remind everyone to mute yourself when you are not speaking so with that uh, the next item is to approve the February 2021 Sustainability Advisory Board Minutes and uh, it will be helpful if someone could take a look at those and see if there is a motion.
2: I make a motion to approve the minutes. This is Kay. This is Jackie. I second.
0: Okay, this is Jasmine. Um, motion by Kay, a second by Jackie. Is there any discussion on this item? Okay, so we will do a roll call vote.
1: Jackie, how do you vote? Aye. Aye. Deb? That looked like an aye. Aye. I was trying to read your lips. Okay, that was an aye. How many places. Aye. Ben?
3: Aye.
1: And Lily? Aye. And Kira?
0: Kira, you, I know you're on the phone. You may have to press star six to unmute yourself. Sorry. There he is. Okay. Great. All right. So that motion passes. Uh, the next agenda item is the goal setting uh, part two. Um, so last month you all started a discussion around um, what you would like your uh, priorities to be and what your focus will be for the rest of this year. And uh, in the meantime, you were asked to submit your top four priorities and uh, identify how those aligned with the city's strategic plan and those five sustainability principles that the city commission adopted um, about a month ago. So uh, that information is in the agenda packet, along with a written public comment that was submitted for this item, I, I will let you know that um, the written public comment has been updated a couple times today. So, if you read it earlier, I would suggest that you take a look at it again um, because there's a few more comments that were added. And um, just looking, Makokwa, do, do you want me to talk through through this part with the board?
1: Yeah, go ahead.
0: Okay. So um, let me just open this up. I'm going to attempt to share my screen.
1: Now we all understand, as a board, right, that we our role is to advise to the city commission that we're. We don't actually, you know, initiate actions, but we advise the city commission to start.
0: So this is Jasmine Moore. I just wanted to um, elaborate on that. Um, the The purpose of of this board is to advise the city commission um, regarding issues affecting sustainability, environmental protection, waste reduction. Recycling, energy conservation, and natural resource conservation, environmental protection. So I think I put that in there twice by accident. Um, and so yeah, this just a reminder. Your role is to uh, provide advice to the city commission and policy direction. And that's where you know that connection to the city strategic plan is really important um, because if it's not connected to that, then the city Commission will have a hard time um, saying yes to recommendations that come out of this board. Um, in the past, uh, some some boards um, had kind of been stuck in the uh, education role or uh, recommending programs that be adopted. Um, And the role of an advisory board is really to look at that high-level policy uh, to direct the actions of staff. So that high-level policy will have implications for how staff spends their time on programming and education outreach, those types of things. So um, I'm sharing the, the priorities that were... Uh, developed by you all Um, this is this was just a survey that you all filled out Um, so each line has a different response to it Um, that's also linked in the agenda I'm going to stop sharing so that I can see um, see people's faces as well Um, but if it would be helpful for me to to reshare this or anything else uh, let me know Um, so I think we could start by just uh, getting some reactions to the, uh, the responses that you saw from your fellow board members, uh, because you, you just submitted them individually. So anybody have some initial reactions to what you, sh- what you saw?
2: Hi, this is Kay Johnson. <clears throat> I would just like to comment that they're all really good and it shows that we've got a lot of different, diverse ideas, so it looks like we're going to have to try to figure out how to pair some of these down, but they're fantastic, I think.
4: This is Ben Sykes. I want to Uh, I I agree with what you said, Kay. I also was impressed that um, although they may be in different spots and not articulated in the same way, there was some overlap, for example, like things like food trees in one place and sustainable um, gardens or things like that in another place or um, finding ways to deal with kind of the socioeconomic aspects of them, I think were reiterated a few times. So maybe those that we have multiple support for articulate in different ways can find, can can help educate exactly what you're saying, how we find those priorities and pathways.
5: This is Jackie. I noticed some overlap, too, with um, a a couple different topics that showed up on the list. I also noticed that some goals were very specific while some goals were very broad, Um, And then one of the other things that I noticed is that some of the goals are already underway or have been done by the city. Um, So that might be a way to um, start paring down some options.
1: This is Makakwa and um, I feel like the community engagement piece shouldn't be specific goals and it's not really something that we advise the city commission on it's just something that we should already be doing and that's definitely something I've been pushing for it every step of the way I don't understand why it's taking so long but I mean that's something that I feel like goes hand in hand as we're you know pursuing these goals and I really like the idea of reviewing the codes for maximum conservation.
6: This is Ben Sykes,
4: Jasmine. I just have a quick question. I was trying to do it myself, but did you have a feeling for which of the sustainability principles or the strategic plan elements seem to resonate the most in at least these priorities?
0: This is Jasmine, sustainability director. Um, it seemed like well, one thing that I noticed is that most of these heard, um covered at least, uh, most of them had at least two elements of the strategic plan and multiple elements of those five sustainability principles, which I think one interpretation is that uh, that's indicative of what sustainability is. It's looking at systems and how they interact with each other. And so it's not necessarily a surprise that there would be um, multiple connections to elements of the strategic plan. it seems like I mean, I don't know, as soon as I start to say one of them shows up more than i I look at the rest and they show up as well, so it doesn't there's not you know one that sticks out as it seems like that's a theme that everybody was connecting to um, the theme to me was that there's there was usually more than one um, element of the strategic plan that it connected to and multiple elements of those five sustainability principles. Any other reactions from board members on, on what you saw? more uh, responses here and I know there were a couple people that that didn't have a chance to fill out the survey before today so if if you didn't have a chance to do that and and want to to share some things that maybe you didn't see reflected here but that you would elevate as a policy priority um, now would be a good time to to talk more about that Okay, hearing none, um, this would be, the there's a couple different uh, pieces of this um, agenda. This one that we're on now is the re- to review the priorities that were submitted by board members. The next piece is to decide the priority areas. So bef- before we move on to that deciding priority areas, uh, now would be an appropriate time to take public comment on um, on this item one uh related to reviewing the priority areas submitted by the board members. So Makakwa, uh does that sound good to you?
1: That would be a great idea, yeah, because I think that would help us to make better decisions about what we should focus
7: on.
0: Okay, so this is Jasmine, sustainability director. If you are a member of the public and you'd like to give public comment on this item, um, I would ask you to turn on your camera if it's available um, or an alternative is to raise your hand in the in the Zoom in the Zoom room, um, which you can do by looking at the participant list and then uh, clicking on. Um, there should be a little raise your hand. I see one raised so far. So um, so let's go with Chris Flowers first.
6: Hi, this is um, Chris Flowers, and I'm just wondering, what's the unmistakable identity? Like, that just seems very open, like, because, I mean, like, what if you did—we—that— just it encompasses so much like we could do something that's bad for the environment but it would be if it's unique wouldn't that be unmistakably like an identity um it i'm i'm just having problems like i i i'm just wondering is it defined what that unmistakable identity is because it just seems like a buzzword and like some of this stuff is. It's like and also like strong welcoming neighborhoods like well who defines what welcoming is um so i guess my main problem is just the unmistakable identity unless we're defining what unmistakable is because it's just too vague in my opinion thank you
0: jasmine jasmine more sustainability director um just to uh, going to let someone in and then just as a a quick response to that um, these uh, terms are directly from the lawrence strategic plan um, and that can be found on the lawrence website and it gives a little more detail to what each of those areas mean and uh, staff is in the process of um, digging into those even further to identify you know the key performance indicators for each of those and some action steps so, next up, I saw uh, Courtney Masterson.
7: Thank you, Jasmine. Thanks, everyone, for having me. Um, I think this is the appropriate time, and please tell me if I'm doing the wrong thing, um, to discuss some of the public comments um, submitted. I will specifically discuss my own, but you'll see repeat a recurring theme across many of your public comments on um, native plants um, and their role in our weed ordinance Um, i will pull up my notes i'm not going to (laughs) to screen share that would be unnecessarily complicated my notes are included in jasmine's um, attachments to your agenda um i i realize that the sustainability advisory board's role is to provide guidance to the city commission and i just ask that um the board review and discuss the city's weed ordinance especially as it pertains to the inclusion of over 20 species native to northeastern kansas um, and excludes notably many species that threaten our natural areas um, it also restricts plantings to a specific height um, defined as 12 inches um, which would exclude many of our native plants um, and native plantings in the city um, many of you are familiar with my work to protect native plants and landscapes in Lawrence and many of our neighboring municipalities. Um, so I, I have a vested interest in this, obviously, but I think native plants serve an important role in protecting um, Lawrence and other developed areas. Um, and I, I'd be interested in discussing this further with uh, the Sustainability Advisory Board or the City Commission where appropriate. And thank you very much for thinking on this for all of us. We appreciate you. This is Kwa.
1: If, if I remember correctly, it's not really the city that determines those, um, but it's the county, and then they're going off of state definitions and state regulations. So it right. would it wouldn't necessarily be a policy, but maybe like suggesting city commission, you know, write a letter about that to the state and the county?
7: Right, if there's time for a quick response, um, I would just say I agree that the feedback from the Parks Department um, has been that they modeled their ordinance off of the state level recommendations, which is interesting because they contain quite a few um, major spelling errors and misnames, misnomers for plants. so I haven't had a chance to dig through the state level ordinance myself, but I agree with you that we should be eventually looking at a state level change, but there are many examples of state uh, ordinances uh, or city ordinances, sorry, uh, to model our work off of, including many within Kansas. So I think that the city may play an important role in, um, in providing protections for native plants that aren't provided at a state level. But I think that's a really good point that there. This is a broader problem than just Lawrence.
1: This is Michael. I'm just wondering, Jasmine, is if we could research that and whether we could have our own city ordinance or do we have to align with county and state definitions of, um, you know, species of plants.
0: This is Jasmine Moore, sustainability director. Uh, This actually was a topic that came up at the Parks and Rec Advisory Board meeting a couple days ago. Um, And there is some information in our current ordinances that includes the state um, noxious weed Guidelines, but it also goes beyond that to list a lot more things. And so there are some things that that we can do at the local level um, and and explore further um, in the discussion at the parks and Rec board meeting, um, uh, there was um, you know it's actually under a tree section uh, of the ordinance is noxious weeds, and then there's a whole long list of of things that are prohibited. And, um, as, as uh, was mentioned earlier, it, it's really concentrated on height, um, of plants and, um, and thinking about like mitigation or anything like that. It's, it's the strategy is to cut it all down, not necessarily remove it. So I think there's definitely some research that, that we can do, um, and get a, on the staff side to get a better sense of, you know, what's currently in the ordinance, um, how does that align with our strategic plan, um, and some of the other things that Parks and Rec is, is trying to do. They they received a presentation about um, some pollinator habitat and a project that they're looking at working on, and one of the uh, species that was listed in our noxious weed um, ordinance was milkweed. Uh, and so obviously that's in conflict with, you know, what we're trying to do in terms of promoting pollinators and especially butterflies. So um, so there's some things that are policy level at the city level. There's some things that are at the state level, some things that are at the county level.
1: This is Mako Do we know if the Parks and Rec is submitting um, like ordinance changes or policy changes or is that something we can do or do we just maybe support what Parks and Rec is doing?
0: This is Jasmine, Sustainability Director. They did not take action at their Monday meeting to to do more on this. Um, I think staff was gonna look into some things. Um, One of the things that could be uh, a point of consideration is if this is something that's of interest to the Sustainability Advisory Board and the Parks Board, that that might be an opportunity to work together on uh, a policy recommendation.
2: Thank you jasmine Uh, jasmine i don't know if we can reply to all or to everyone but i did put those links in it looks like it just went to you okay um when i put that in the chat but i did put the ordinance which i don't understand why the weeds list is under trees but um anyway the i also put the state link for the state designated noxious weeds and there's only like 12 okay and they're not really the list that's listed in that long list that the city of lawrence has
0: okay i will put that in the chat to everyone and then um i'll include it in the in the notes as well um okay are we ready for the next public comment okay don hawkins
8: Hi, can you hear me? Yeah. Get my headset to work. I have four comments, Um, so i trying to. I'll try to make it quick. um, Just quickly. Not sure why the comments are locked down, um, and I encourage them to be open back up because I think it's a great way to get citizen input without disrupting the meeting. Um, Because you can save that chat and you know uh, share that and, and. there's so little time here. So anyway, I encourage you to open the comments back up to everyone. Um, And then on the education and community engagement, um, I think that's really important um, to keep educating the the public about, you know, because there's a lot of change coming. um, But I'm wondering how the board can um, be more efficient by, I mean, that really should be, you know, kind of city should be, pulling that, that weight. So could you maybe ask for more funding for Jasmine's team or something like that? Um, because I've, I've seen other groups get really bogged down with these efforts um, and this, uh, you guys have a lot to do. So I'm wondering how you can kind of maybe make make a goal, be make it a sort of a, a, a mission statement to give to the city commissioner for, for Jasmine to, um, to to share, I'm not sure how that works, but um, and then to maybe go to the commission and ask for more funding for her team, and maybe Jasmine can speak to that. Um, but two things that I don't see clearly identified in your number your number ones here. Um, I really, like I've said before, I think that clean water is such an issue. You know, it's clean water is kind of the final frontier, and the board. I mean, that's pretty uh, kind of maybe ominous topic but maybe just examine what are the threats and um, and to, that might help you gain focus throughout the year um, of what that means as far as you know, how does the board address this, but I encourage you to keep clean water high as a high priority. And then um, secondly, I think it's really important for this group to help find ways to implement the, the new city mandate to go to, um, you know, uh, also free um, because there's a lot of hurdles there. And this board I think was the was the um, initiator of, of that. Um, I kind of started coming to the meetings, I think after that, but I did fully support it and went to those commission meetings and was very happy to see that pass. But there's a lot of, you know, aspects that, of that that are, you know, pretty, maybe even insurmountable, but so identifying the barriers there. Legislative barrier, barriers, as we're seeing right now, and also citizen assistance. Um, it's you know one thing to have the city moving towards um, this uh, all-electric uh, concept for the infrastructure, but once we get to the point where we're asking citizens to make this um, make this move, how is that even? Um, I I have a, a small rental property in town, and recently got an HVAC bid. To, um, and explored ways to become all electric heat pump mini splits etc and the costs associated with electrical upgrades and uh the the HVAC guy I talked to um uh, said that that is a big barrier you know how you know how do we get uh sufficient electrical upgrades to homes so these are just some things that you know subtopics as part of that but i think that um you know supporting the city and and educating yourselves, inventing information to pass on whatever, that this really needs to be a high priority. So clean water and then implementation of this, um, the city's mandate. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Don. All right, next up, we have Michael Allman.
3: Hi, good evening, Michael Allman here. Reflecting back on what Courtney Masterson was just talking about, I could provide you with quite a bit of information. Um, Sustainability Action Network, uh, the Sierra Club Wakarusa Group, Lettuce, the Lawrence Eco Teams, United in Sustainability, all of us have been following for a year now the Kansas Department of Agriculture revision of their regulations about noxious weeds. Um, Somebody mentioned there are 12 noxious, I think Moca Kwan mentioned there are 12. That's true for the state level. Uh, and these are agricultural noxious weeds, but in the state regulations, uh, every county is um, supposed to enforce the state regulations. And there's a county weed supervisor in every county, including Douglas County, that person uh, has total control over all weed management in Douglas County. However, the county weed managers also have interlocal agreements that the county and the city of Lawrence, for example, have an agreement so that within the city limits, the city enforces it, not the county. It's very complicated. (laughs) It's not parks and recreation either within the city. It's the Code Enforcement Division of the Planning Department. In the Code Enforcement Division, they enforce building codes, fire codes, blight codes, weeds. I mean, vegetation is all bunched together with these problems like fire and blight. And it's their their bias. There's there's a section in the current city weed ordinance, and the city weed ordinance is expanded from the state regulations because the city has control within the city. And they've expanded it like Courtney mentioned. And she talks in her letter, she talks about dog vein and the benefits. And she also mentioned that they have a lot of mistakes. That's one of them. They call it dog bone. (laughs) And it's been dog bone for 25 years. I've been fighting this weed ordinance for 25 years and other people have been too. Um, There's a natural landscaping provision that says you can grow anything to its native natural height and, and width. That sounds great, except they don't honor it. If a neighbor complains, the neighbor carries more weight. You have to prove somehow that you're not offending your neighbors, otherwise you have to mow it down. You know, they they are very hard-nosed about this and that's a big problem. Uh, so the local weed ordinance definitely needs to be rewritten. Um, a member of the Wakarusa Sierra Club was the latest victim last summer. They got all over her and they said, well, maybe it's time to rewrite this ordinance. Aha, let's keep that in mind they realize they have a problem uh, because people like Courtney and y'all and the various groups I mentioned we're all kind of coming up to the surface now and realizing maybe this is the time really to attack it. And I really think it is. I have a request with a county to get a copy of that interlocal agreement, just what the county would allow the city to do. And when I learn more about that, I can pass that information on. So um, let's all of us somehow keep in touch and um, particularly with the biological, oh yeah, the city is very schizophrenic also. They're not interested in eradicating Amher Honeysuckle. Sustainability Action Network put a request in the Capital Improvement Plan two or three years ago for a million dollars that they should spend to eradicate Amher Honeysuckle, no. They're not interested in in doing that. What they do, they, they spray a lot of herbicides all over the place. And then at the Parks and Recreation Board, they were talking about a cooperative agreement with the Biological Survey, which is great, what they're doing for a pollinator habitat. And they want the city to provide sites for pollinator habitats. So on one hand, the city says, yeah, we like pollinator habitats. On the other hand, they won't let individuals in our own yards grow pollinator plants without being called weeds. So this really has to be dealt with (laughs) very much. And I appreciate everybody else talking about it. And I think maybe we can get somewhere now. Thank you.
9: Hey, can I just say something real quick? This is Kira. Go ahead, Kira. Um, I am super interested in this, Michael and Courtney. I took out my lawn a few years ago and put in uh, native drought-resistant perennial ground covers and uh, native perennial uh, drought-resistant cottage flowers. And it looks really, really pretty in the summer. But um, I get like a letter once a month from a neighbor who's complained about me and then the city comes out And then they go, okay, it looks pretty. It's not weeds. And, you know, that's fine because I'm, you know, in the fight for life. But somebody who maybe is not as fine kind of fighting back is going to get discouraged. I really think we need to codify this. I don't think the city has any business having, like, unused lawns on any public grounds. I think if kids or sports are not using it, we need to get in native drought resistant ground covers and flowers everywhere and we really need to encourage people to put in climate resilient lawns or not lawns climate resilient yards i just don't think anybody has business growing lawns in this day and age if they're not actively actively using it so this is a wonderful subject courtney Um, and hey courtney my email is gardenpunk at protonmail.com would you uh email me so we can talk more about this Yes, okay.
7: I'll take that. Thank you, all Kira. Right. I appreciate your
9: support.
1: This is Makakwa. I'm also interested in having this as a priority as well. Um, milkweed is a culturally relevant plant to a lot of tribes in Kansas. And I know it's a big problem on reservations where they're trying to protect their milkweed plants. And then um, within a certain distance from the road, the county comes out and mows all of that down. and Essentially, gets rid of the the milkweed plants before the tribe can can harvest it to to you know use it for their own purposes, and so um, and so yeah, that's a problem for tribes too. It's not just in Lawrence that that's a problem, but it's actually a problem throughout the state. And so this is definitely something that that maybe we can work out within our city ordinance that might help other counties or other cities um, also update their codes.
0: This is Jasmine, Sustainability Director. Um, I just I know there were a couple other people that were members of the public. Uh, if you are interested in providing public comment, please uh, raise your hand in the Zoom feature or turn on your camera, and so that we can make sure that you have an opportunity to participate.
4: Yasmin, this has been Sykes. Um, Other people on here may know already, but um, so as not to use a lot more time, I'd like to learn about why the city of Lawrence's weed list is so much more extensive than what the state has. There's so many more species on there than what seems to be handed down by the hierarchical levels of government. So, uh, you know, if we're thinking about rewriting the code, which I am also in support of, we should probably understand why that list was made more extensive in the first place, if people know. And and that may be the, you know, the antagonism that we would we would run into in terms of trying to rewrite the code.
10: Hi, Jasmine, this is Lily. Yeah, I would I I would like to know more information on who exactly uh, is writing these ordinances I'd like, the system of, of how we can push back of what sort of influence we would have um, of why it's so extensive even upon the state and what sort of influence we could have and how we would go about um, influencing that because i think that is a very important topic um yeah this This kind of goes into one of the topics that I was very interested in, um, along with uh, natural plants being planted throughout the city, as well as uh, maintaining and cutting down a lot of the weeds that the city has throughout. Um, I I noticed a significant difference um, in even just our uh, walk paths uh, and stuff on in our neighborhood um, during COVID when they were not mowing as often and there was a lot of uh, native plants that were being allowed to grow uh, to their full height. And uh, it it was a remarkable difference uh, in the landscape. And um, so it it would be interesting to know a a bit more detail into uh, how this is, um, how the city goes about uh, planning these ordinances.
9: I don't know if it would this is Kira I don't know if it would influence the city's decision or not um it's a real pain in the butt to convert lawn into you know the ground covers and the cottage flowers but once it's it's established the work is so minimal it would save the city a lot of money with mowing and with lawn products which you know we don't want them to be using that anyway And again. If you do it right they're really pretty and there's all kinds of like xeriscaping that can go in and have almost minimal maintenance and again it would save the city which talks about money all the time would save them a lot of money so all right thanks this is
1: makaqua and i would suggest that maybe um you know the climate change subcommittee could work with courtney and whoever else um to meet as often as possible to tackle this so that we don't have to wait till the next sustainability advisory board meeting. Um, but you know, you could inform us and educate us about these weeds and we can work with Jasmine to find out some of the other questions that we have. Um, but this is definitely something that the climate change subcommittee would be interested in taking up. And I'm pretty sure Kira agrees with me.
7: I'm always happy do to help. A, do
2: we have a subcommittee? Yes, we do. Well, we didn't have a meeting last. Um, we were supposed to have a meeting on Friday the week ago. And um, since we've been discussing the priorities, the subcommittees kind of went away.
11: This is dead for My understanding is that these priorities, we're going to establish uh, which ones we're going to
0: tackle and
11: form subcommittees around. Is that correct, Jeff?
0: jasmine this is jasmine um director uh so the the idea is that once you all decide what your priorities are then the subcommittees can help support moving those priorities forward um and so uh it 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 sounds like there is conversation around um this noxious weeds uh Ordinance as a possible priority. If you all decide that that's a priority, then um, you could decide, is that something that um, deserves its own subcommittee or does it fit within a different structure that you would like to move forward? Um, I would encourage you to think about how there's, there's only nine more meetings left for this year, so as you think about what you want to um, work on, keep that in mind. Um, also keep in mind that we have a, a climate action plan that is, is moving forward s- slower than what everyone wants, but um, we're, we're trying to move that forward as well, um, so keep that in mind. Um, and as I mentioned before, there may be some priorities that, that have some overlap with the priorities of other advisory boards, that may be an opportunity for working with an, another advisory board to, to create a, um, a subcommittee uh, between the boards to um, strengthen your recommendation to the city commission. Um, also, I, I would ask you to consider that um, if, you know, there's a lot of, to, to Kay's point earlier, there's, there's a, a wide variety of topics that were uh, submitted by you all. Um, and if you try to tackle all of that, uh, it will be very exhausting for all of you. So I'd encourage you to think about, you know what are your top priorities and limit that so that you can really focus your energy on moving a few forward rather than trying to move 10 forward. So with that, I don't see anyone else that wanted to provide public comment on, this item and so I think it's appropriate to move into the next part of the conversation which is deciding what your priorities are for the remainder of this year and then starting to structure the subcommittees to advance those priorities forward. I'm just going to look to for an indication that that is the
1: direction you want to go. This is maqua and i I think that that um, that deciding as a board what priorities i'm I'm curious how um how many priorities we're looking at as a board that's realistic about us um, working on
5: I think that's something we should probably discuss before we start paring down so that we kind of have a goal towards the goal I personally think um three or four would be doable, given that we have 10 board members and um, in the past people have taken on one or two of the goals at a time.
1: This is Makoko. I was also thinking maybe four would be realistic for us. And then, you know, if we feel like we've accomplished as much as we could around those four, then obviously we can tackle more at a later date or add to the list. So then I guess um, now would be the time to hear from the board members what priorities each of you are interested in and something that maybe you would want to work on as well.
5: This is Jackie. I'd like to kind of sell one that I submitted. Um, It's actually the very first one that's listed on um, the priorities and I'll just read it out really quickly. Um, it says expanding all facets of the weatherization grant program. So that would be everything from size to the qualification requirements, um, its visibility in the, in the community, um, which weatherization strategies are used, things like that. Um, and then to Don's point, um, even potentially wrapping up the uh, electrical upgrades to achieve electrification, those kinds of ideas. This is a really timely idea. Um, I actually already reached out to um, the team within the city who works on this um, project. And they are they are coming to a natural uh, place in the project where they are going to kind of redo the whole thing. So it's actually a grant program that is funded by HUD. So it's a federal program. Well, it's federally funded, um, but the city is able to um, determine a lot of the uh, pieces. So there are like income requirements that are federally mandated and regulated. Um, but a lot of the, the, the actual weatherization projects, the city can decide what kinds, um, they want to include in that, what, um, what they think would be possible for them to implement. Um, so the last Uh, Change to that program I heard was before 2008. So I don't even know how old it is beyond that. There were only three things included in it previously, which was attic insulation, entry door weather stripping and storm windows. Um, And there was no reason given to me other than the person who's been in the, on the um, team the longest, it was just that way. Um, when she joined. So what they're looking for is a new program that is both effective and measurable. And I think that Sab could weigh in with a lot of ideas on this in a relatively short timeframe. They're looking to hire someone in the spring to help redo this project and all of the things that they'll be offering. Um, And I think that that would be one Really good way for us to start meeting more of our renewable energy goals. Um, well, that and our greenhouse gas emissions reductions goals um, through a program that already exists. Um, oftentimes, expanding programs that already exist is easier than implementing new ones. Uh, so, yeah, that's my pitch. That's what I would really like to work on in the short term.
1: This is Michael. Jackie, do you see this fitting under the like the energy, the already existing energy subcommittee?
10: I'm not sure. My feeling about
5: subcommittees in general right now is that I would like to wipe that slate clean and figure out what our priorities are,
1: Mm
5: -hmm. um, individual goals. And then from there, we could, um, you know, if if any of them are similar, I guess we could wrap them up into a similar group. but I think it would be kind of cool if, if we all agree on what the individual goals are, and then have like one or two that we sign up for, and then those are just each individual project groups. That's my opinion on it. But um, obviously, others are find a way in on that too. I haven't heard much about about that structure. People's opinions on that
9: structure.
1: This is Makokwa. I think that's a good point. Um, that you bring up, whether the subcommittee structure is working or it's successful, or we need to look at another structure that might be more effective. Anybody else? Any other board members want
2: to pitch their priority? Um, this is Kate Johnson. I, we, because I was on that climate subcommittee, um, in my suggestion for my first priority would be that we continue to assist in the updating of that, because the city of Wichita, I mean, city of Lawrence, excuse me, has um, identified that and put funding toward that. But unless we have a priority toward that, we're not going to have input, except as individuals. At least that's my understanding of that. Is that correct, Jasmine?
0: Jasmine Moore, Sustainability Director. Uh, So there there are two things. One, um, the the Climate Action Planning Subcommittee um, participated last year by kind of setting some higher level guiding values for the plan development. So staff has integrated those into our approach. Um, So that's one way that that group has had input so far. Um, we are working on um, rolling out some of the more public uh, engagement efforts um, this spring. And uh, so, of course, you all would have input, as Kay mentioned, as individuals. Um, and uh, I think there's that was one of the, the challenges of the Climate Action Subcommittee is really defining what role that group wanted to play in... The development of the the plan itself Um, there will be lots of opportunities for input it's just a matter of how at what level you want to give input so I think that's a a topic of discussion for that climate action planning subcommittee if that is that continues
2: to be a, a
0: priority for this group
2: and so for that reason, that w- I was the one that um, went ahead and put in under my priority one um, to basically um, reiterate a climate action adaptation plan. Um, so I put that, that was my number one because I really feel like we still want to have some direct input as a group, not as just as individuals.
1: This is Makoko. I agree, Kay. I think we were um, doing some great work, and I think that um, the feeling from the subcommittee was that we wanted to have an active part of advising this plan. Um, And so I think that that's, I agree, we should continue that work.
4: This is Ben Sykes. First of all, I guess I would agree with the number that you guys are thinking about. Like, if we have nine meetings left and there are 10 of us, three to four or four sounds reasonable to me. One thing that struck me in looking at the priorities was something that Jackie raised about the scale of them, right? Some are, you know, doable. Like, we know, like, we can make our priorities or rewriting what the sustainability committee is supposed to be about or something right like there were some that were very specific and seem doable on shorter time frames and there are others that are much more broad and i guess i would just advocate i certainly have my own priorities and interests but i would advocate that perhaps we don't we think about the scale of those as we we write our or we decide on our priorities so we don't have like three that are all massive or or even three that are all very narrow uh, in scope, right, Um, that we have some that are across the different ones. So we can feel that we're getting somewhere um, on the tractable ones, but that we're also working to something that may not be completed in nine more meetings, right? And it sounds like, you know, the weatherization is maybe more tractable, but that the plan is going in place for this larger climate um, advisory that's, that's been going on for a while, so.
1: This is Mako Kwa, and I think that would be an argument for the subcommittee structure because we were having subcommittees meet outside of the SAB meetings and then reporting back to the larger SAB board at large and kind of educating us so then that whoever was on that subcommittee would would take up that work, be informed, you know, develop a recommendation and then advise the rest of the board, inform them and then, you know, vote on making that recommendation to the city commission, so that would be one argument for the subcommittee structure if that's what the board feels like we should do. Anybody else have any suggestions priorities.
4: I'm going to say one more thing. This is Ben Sykes. Uh, Sorry. One of the thing that raises with me with the weed stuff, and then I think in some of the other priorities is that I don't have a good enough understanding of the regulations and like where to find the information and who has jurisdiction over the things, whether it's a city or County and things like that. So I guess that kind of threads itself through almost all the things that we're doing, but I would, I would really appreciate like, at least having a focus on that as we, we pick our priorities, or that that has to be part of the priority research is understanding what the rules are and who's in charge of those things, because it seems to come up over and over again, um, whether or not it's handed down from the state or it's a county thing or, and that seemed to be increasingly important for things like when the county was the one that was administering the CARES Act funding, then it was the county that was making lots of decisions. so. If there are federal dollars that come down for sustainability or for other aspects of um, climate change and things like that, understanding jurisdictions probably seems like an important part.
0: Jasmine Moore, Sustainability Director. One thought is to, um, with that in mind, uh, we could list out some of the things that you want to learn more about the rest of the year, uh, because you know, to your point, um, if, if, if you're not quite sure what, uh, is appropriate for this board to work on or not, then you may be hesitant to elevate that as a priority. Uh, but you could identify a few topics that you want to learn more about, and then we can coordinate, uh, bringing in a speaker, um, who can speak to those issues and get you the information that you need so that you can make a determination about if that's something that you would like to take up.
5: This is Jackie Carroll. I really like that idea
0: um, because then
5: we're not scratching everything that we find interesting. Um, I wonder, Jasmine, if it would be possible if we could pull up the list and start putting um, priorities into buckets, like what we might be interested in tackling this year, what we're interested in learning more about, and if there's anything that we want to drop off of the list.
0: this is Jeff sustainability director Yep, I can um, I started to take some notes on the the priority pitches so far um, and let me just go ahead and share my screen um, but just know that I, I can't see you anymore when I do that so um, feel free to jump in when you need to
1: this is Michael Klein. It sounds like we have um, three items on the list on my count
0: so this is Jasmine, sustainability director. So far I have um, the weatherization program, the climate action plan, and then I, we, there was talk earlier about the noxious weeds, uh, but I haven't put it down yet. Is that something that you would like in this top priority pitches category? And if you're nodding, I can't see you, so.
1: This is Michael. It sounds like maybe right now it goes into want to learn more about. So it's something we should probably schedule some presentations around and then maybe we can make more informed decisions at a later date.
11: And this is Deb Ford. I think bringing in the parks and recs too and seeing how a joint endeavor would facilitate that would be good.
5: And if we're bringing them in, that could be a really good opportunity to include the food trees idea. And that could take that off of our, our list and into our buckets.
11: I agree. I think anything related to plants could go on that or more about.
5: The last one, urban farming sites
1: come up as a topic in that that meeting too. This is Michael. Jackie, I have a question. Would this be something where we could potentially bring back the stream buffer ordinance and review that as well?
5: I'm not sure. Was it, I don't know if Parks and Rec was the team that was working on that. So I don't know.
2: Wouldn't that be be more like stormwater?
0: Jasmine, sustainability director. Uh, It it was the um, municipal services operations department that worked on that um, initiative. I think for this noxious weed ordinance, um, there were probably several departments that it would impact, uh, and there are possibly a couple different advisory boards that might have um have an interest in this too
1: This is Michael Clark. Jasmine, it looked like there was quite a few energy uh, priorities on the list. Is there a way to combine all of those?
5: This is Jackie. There were two in particular that were very similar. One was energy conservation code. The other one was review codes for maximum sustainability potential.
11: right uh this is deb Ford. i did the energy conservation code and the uh, current building codes are um that are adopted are the most energy efficient um <clears throat> that are out there there are some that are in um being constructed and they're coming out shortly that we could encourage them to adopt um and the energy conservation Code, i listed some additional things that can be done beyond code uh, to encourage uh, construction to be more green or um, having some smart regulations enforced, uh, enabling a solar strategy, um, encouraging vehicle charging stations, and then um, charting building performance, possibly just in public to see how the energy use is uh, performing. That is kind of far reaching that you could break it into smaller nuggets and this may be overlapping with, and probably is overlapping, with our uh, client climate action adaptation plan. Um, so, in working with that plan as it develops, we could see what could break out and make sense to enhance
2: it. This is Kay. Maybe we could put that in the big bucket under the all of the energy things including the weatherization um under the a bucket and we could call it however you wanted the climate adaptation plan action plan um but to me several of those things do go together and including um visibly promote the energy efficient buildings and infrastructure that the city owns and operates i think People need to understand that the city of Lawrence is already doing some of that. And that's an education thing too. This is Makokwa, And
1: I guess I would, uh, you know, the climate action plan covers a lot of air uh, ground and includes a lot of um, topics under it. And it would definitely help um, having different sections worked on Specifically by other people, um, and then informing the climate action plan based on that. Um, just because I know there's there's a lot of different chapters and sections of the climate action plan or an adaptation plan, um, and so I see you know I guess that's why I envision the subcommittee structure working is so that we can have these subcommittees that form other subcommittees or work together on different things.
11: And you can also break these apart into the individual research um, items that may work for some people a little bit better um, that we can come back and report. So I think we can do a little bit of what Jackie was suggesting as well.
0: Jasmine Moore, Sustainability Director. Another thought is that, um, like you mentioned, a lot fits under the climate action plan. Um, there may be, and there's going to be a lot of policy options that come out of that plan as well. Uh, one thing that you could consider is um, how much energy you want to put into the development of that plan this year. And then also, is there, are there things that can't wait? Uh, are there things that can't wait for the plan to be developed in order for um, the City of Lawrence to take action on? Um, and two examples that you've, you've uh, moved forward in the last year is the 100% renewable energy goal and the, the elements of the Green New Deal. Um, those were things that you as a board said can't wait for the climate action plan to be developed. These need to be in front of the City Commission now. Um, so that's one thing that you can c- could consider is that um, you know that the climate action plan is going to be moving forward this year there's going to be a lot of things that come out of that plan um, that that will be options for you all to work on um, in 2022 um, are there things that can't wait for that plan to be developed that need action this year
5: this is Jackie jasmine i remembered when the renewable energy goal was set it had been under the premise that it would be worked into the climate action plan the is it the transition would be worked into the climate action plan is that not the plan any further do we need a separate group working on that
0: that's still the plan uh so that's energy will definitely be one component of the the climate action plan because that policy uh, has already been discussed and decided on by the city commission we don't have to decide what our goal is around energy because that's the goal and so the getting feedback and engagement on how do we get there is the piece that the engagement piece will focus on um so so that that's one element that it has already been decided uh, for the community through those conversations. And then the engagement piece is getting folks um, to the table in terms of how can we build this plan to get there. So, yes, still a part of the scope.
11: Okay.
5: Thanks, for Confirming.
11: I've got a couple more of my priorities that I'd like to voice. Um, and question is the um, is waste regulations. I know a lot of cities are going to zero waste regulations by 2050. Is the climate action plan have anything in there for waste?
0: Waste will likely be a part of the, the action plan, um, but uh, and, and I will say there are some solid waste goals that the city of Lawrence has in their solid waste management plan. Um, but there will be a conversation around, you know, what, what are we trying to do as a community around waste?
4: This is Ben Sykes. I would like to learn more about um, sustainable development and land use uh, within the city limits and even in conjunction with the county. Um, I don't know if that's part of the plan, the big plan, that it contains lots of things, but uh, I would like to learn more about that. Um, the other thing is, Jasmine, you are advocating as well for things that can't wait for plans to be developed. I think that's a good way to look at it. Um, a connected way might also be things that can be done in the meantime while the plan's being developed, like things that are tractable and um Know, might have a relatively quick effect even if they're part of a broader plan is like we can start you know the city can do small things in certain facets that are going to be umbrellaed under their, the whole plan so that we don't have to wait to see how they fit into this grand scheme to go ahead and articulate some of those things maybe you know some of the things that were listed in the ad, um, in the priorities including I guess the weatherization thing sound like you know and those can influence the plan as it develops i think right if some of these things are done on scale
1: this is macaqua i guess a pitch that i would make um for priorities is to um we mentioned before um expanding our board to include the county. And I think that there's a lot of opportunities for um, cooperation with the county and information sharing with the county and then, you know, possible support with some of our ordinances um, to be adopted across the county. Um, Yeah, I think that that, I think that that would, you know, that we could benefit the county and then also that working with the county could benefit the board as well. Um, Just my opinion, but um, I also in these conversations have seen that, you know, some of our priority making could be better informed by working with the county.
4: This has been Jasmine. Do uh, Eudora or um, Baldwin or any of those other cities have a sustainability advisory board that are within the county?
0: Jasmine Moore, sustainability director. No, they, no, none of the other uh, jurisdictions within Douglas County have a sustainability advisory board.
4: And to clarify, I think you had said this last time, but you are also, you work for the county as well if they have sustainability questions or protocols?
0: Correct. So I'm the sustainability director for the city of Lawrence and Douglas County. There is not currently a sustainability advisory board at the county level, um, but there are other advisory boards that work on sustainability, just not a dedicated one. So, for example, the Food Policy Council is an advisory board that serves both the city and the county um, and has lots of elements of sustainability within it.
1: This is Makaka. Does anybody else have any feedback, input, suggestions? Jackie. Oh. I, I'm noticing
5: that there are several related to community engagement and communication and education. Um, the one that we have already is the one under energy that Jasmine has, the visibly promote energy efficient buildings, et cetera. We also have community engagement and education about how to be more sustainable and what the city is doing. And then we also have community education outreach for all sustainable practices. Um, One, that could be moved under one category. Two, um, while we can encourage um, staff and the city to move forward on that, I personally don't, I I personally wouldn't want to work on it as a SAB goal. One of
11: the Community members suggested that we ask for additional funds for Jasmine's group to be able to do that education.
4: This is, oh, sorry, Makoquai.
1: Oh, I was just gonna, um, this is Makoquai. And I think I agree with Jackie, it's not something that we should be in charge of or working on, but I definitely think that it's something that we should be pushing for. Um, especially for the city commission to start, um, you know, engaging the community on some of their decisions. Um, However, we can do that, whether that requires more funds or not, but um, definitely moving forward with Jasmine's group and and getting them started. Jasmine Moore, Sustainability
0: Director, just to to comment on that. um, i've been talking a lot about the strategic plan over the last year uh one of the elements of the strategic plan is um, elevating community engagement across the board um, for everything that the city does so there will be some changes in how community engagement is resourced uh, over the next years upcoming years um so so that's uh encouraging and i just wanted to share that information that that is something that um, has been elevated as something that the the city and the city commission want to improve
11: jasmine has there been a goal set for completing the climate action plan in draft form
0: not yet uh the goal was last december um before um we adjusted to covid so right now we haven't adjusted uh with a new end goal
1: Ben, did you want to speak i think you had something to say
4: don't give me the floor. Uh, yeah, this is Ben Sykes. I have uh, just two quick things. One was Jasmine. Um, I just read this in the paper, but the, the recent increases of positions that the city voted on were any of those within the sustainability um, department. And then I had one other, you can answer that first.
0: Okay. Uh, Jasmine Moore, sustainability director. Uh, no, that did that uh, increase did not increase the staff in our office in the sustainability office.
4: And the second was to ask if there is a centralized resource or website for elements like uh, programs, tips, resources for all citizens on energy efficiency or the availability of weatherization grant programs or how the city is using resources towards clean energy. Is there a centralized, is it the sustainability website that says all that stuff in one place?
0: Jasmine Moore, sustainability director. There is a section on the sustainability Uh, page that has energy, energy efficiency, or not energy efficiency, um, renewable energy uh, that has some of that information. Um, Probably not comprehensive, but uh, that's the uh, one place that has most of that information.
5: This is Jackie. I've noticed two more things um, with our Priority list. One is free and clean public transportation could go under our energy section. Second, um, I, I've noticed that a couple of the city or andor county have already um, taken action on. One is I see integrate sustainability into bond initiatives, green municipal bonds to support city, county debt and development. Uh, the previous finance director, Brian Kidney, actually spearheaded that for Lawrence. Um, Uh, several years ago now in 2017 the fcip that was voted on by city commission to do 11.3 million dollars of um building updates uh for energy savings and and whatnot that was financed with green bonds i believe um so that um, unless there's something additional someone would want to take on that has been done um and is in the purview of the city already the second one i noticed was um continue decreasing food waste consider a composting program and i know the sustainability department has that um grant funded position that's doing the the gleaning and the composting pilot program already so unless there are other specific decreasing food waste items that one is
1: underway as well This is Maka Kulat. Jackie, I Under want to learn more about, I would like to include the um, working with tribes and tribal communities, um, specifically how they would like, you know, what some of their priorities are, Haskell, some of the community members, and then what, you know, action items that we can take or that we can, you know, advise on as a staff board, but it's something that would require more discussion and how, how we can go about that.
0: This is Jasmine, sustainability director. Um, I just Uh, got a note from Kira that uh, she's not able to participate by phone, but she is able to um, type some things in. So I'm just going to copy and paste uh, her comments into the chat to everyone so that you all can see and then um, feel free to respond.
11: This is the board. One thing I would like to learn more about is clean water and water conservation practices.
0: Jasmine, Sustainability Director. I just want to do a time check. It's 6.54. Um, there is a, uh, another board that uh, meets in this space uh, at 7.30. So we have a few more minutes, um, but just wanted to uh, uh, say that the whatever you would like to accomplish tonight, um, we probably need to move forward in the next 10 minutes or so to get some resolution. So just to circle back to what I have so far and I wanted to check and see if this how this um, if this is reflective of the conversation for the priorities that have been elevated uh, within this conversation there are four Um, some of these may belong together uh, and tell me if if you want them to be combined so the first is the weatherization program and and looking at how to um, have influence on the um, uh, uh, rethink of what that looks like. Second is the climate action plan as a whole. Third is energy and there's several different elements of energy uh, under that. And the fourth is to explore expanding the scope of this board to include Douglas County. So I just wanted to check in and see would you like to make adjustments to that list?
2: Hi, this is Kate. I also um, want to make sure that we don't lose sight of the plastic bag ordinance. I don't know where that fits, but um, maybe we just need to make sure that that doesn't get lost. That hasn't gotten past the city commission yet. This is Deb Ford. Is it still under study with the
11: group, Jasmine?
0: Jasmine Moore, Sustainability Director. Uh, It is something that is, um, we're just waiting for the City Commission's direction for them to consider it. So it's, this group doesn't need to do more on it until, unless the City Commission directs um, more feedback from this group. Um, But it's on the City Commission's list for future agenda items, and we're just waiting for the indication from them that they're ready to discuss
1: it. This is Makaquat. Jackie, I want to learn more about, I would like to put the um, principles of the Green New Deal on there, specifically how we can turn those into action items for the city commission, so we can advise on those.
2: As far as um, this is Kay again, as far as the priorities that are have been um, discussed, to me expanding the scope of the SAB to include Douglas County is a, a, a longer term issue. I I think maybe I would rather see um, the energy and The food plant, noxious weeds, things, the energy with the climate action plan and the weatherization, those sorts of things go forward instead of um, adding the Douglas County right now. I think that's going to be a long-term issue that uh, probably won't happen in the next nine meetings. Doesn't mean there couldn't and shouldn't be some discussion. I'm just not sure that I would I would put that on a priority list.
5: This is Jackie. Can I agree with you in so much as I wouldn't put it on a priority list yet either? I don't know that it fits under what I want to learn more about, but I think it would be more appropriate as like an an explorer. Um, exploring what, how everybody feels about that and maybe inviting some people who are on joint boards, joint city County boards to see what their experience is with that. I'm not sure if there have been any that have expanded from city to city County recently, but that perspective would be helpful too.
1: This is Michael. I agree it, I'm a go ahead. Go ahead Deb. Um,
11: I agree. I just, I just can't wrap my head around what that means if they don't have a sustainability board within Douglas County, how do you how do you create that link between them? So it seems like it needs to be explored or learned about versus a priority.
1: This is Makakwa and yeah, maybe we can switch the noxious weed and the um, SAB to include Douglas County because um, the noxious weed is something that I can see the board um, taking some action on within the next nine meetings. At least I think so, if anybody disagrees. Um, but I think that, you know, being informed and being able to make uh, a policy recommendation for the city commission is something that we can definitely do. It might require longer work um, but I think that it looks like it's going to take several parts. So it might be something that we can start accomplishing this year.
4: This has been Sykes. I agree. I mean, I'm also really interested in expanding the scope and integrating the County personally. Um, like, I think that was my number one priority. I, uh, understand that it's a longer term thing. And I like the balance that we're starting to have with these four priorities and that we have a couple Like the noxious weeds and the weatherization that are maybe we can actually get real you know kinds of things and then the climate action plan which is going and we can contribute to and then there's so many things within the energy that there's likely to be multiple levels in terms of how long it's going to take to get those things done but you know what what to learn about i also see um you know i i was one that also prioritized working with tribes and tribal communities that was a big thing in canada and in new zealand that were integrated into almost all the planning that people did. Um, Those things can be stepping stones to make them priorities for the next round too, right? If we build foundations of understanding of what those things are, maybe everything, I don't know how it's worked before, but those don't necessarily have to be just learning and then they go off into the wind. They might be learning to build a foundation for how they can be action items for the next, um, the next sustainability advisory board or the next year of this board.
11: This is Deb Ford, I agree. I think you could put the same comment that's under principles of Green New Deal, how to turn them into action. This is Michael So We should probably
1: decide whether we vote on these tonight, whether it requires more discussion before the meeting is over. Um, Do we feel like as a board, we're ready to vote on our priorities?
5: This is Jackie. I wonder if we need to pare down what's in the energy list. Um, Let's see two, three, four um, large bullet points, and then a lot of smaller bullet points under energy. I wonder if we need to pare those down first. I also wanted to call out, we we have discussed um, or touched on in some way every priority that had been on the list that Jasmine sent out. So I just wanted to call that out too.
1: So maybe... Um We can vote on this tonight, and then we can get more in depth at the next meeting, then how we can start tackling these priorities. If we can come back with action items that we can suggest to the rest of the board, then we can start looking at possibilities of um, start advising on these or what next steps we need to take as a board. All right, so let's take a vote on these four priorities. Jackie? I believe someone needs to make a motion on that. Oh, yeah, we didn't make a motion. Okay, somebody make a motion? Can I make a This
4: motion? has been Sykes. I, I don't know if you can. You can, I'll second. <laughs> this has been Sykes. I move that uh, we vote on these as our uh, priorities for the Sustainability Advisory Board for this year.
2: Anyone second? This is Kay Johnson. I second.
1: Okay, now we take a look. So, Jackie, back to you. <laughs> I will say aye. Um, but, but just before you do that,
0: um, just see if there's the discussion. discussion.
1: Oh, sorry, any discussion?
0: Okay, just really
5: quick. I, I'll, I'll go either way, but I do think it would be helpful to pare down that energy section.
2: I would suggest we just go ahead and vote in the interest of time and then do that later. <laughs> That was my suggestion for the next meeting is get more in depth with
1: each um, with each priority.
4: That's good because Ben has one. Uh, sorry, this is Ben Sykes. I'm interested in what the climate action plan means just because I'm new to the board. Like that that has much less detail whereas energy has like tons of different priorities. So if, that's a great idea, McCool. Um,
0: One more thing, I, I totally forgot uh, if you wanted to ask for a public comment on this item oh. before you vote
1: do we have anybody that would like to provide public comment?
0: Okay. And if you do, if you could just turn your camera on or raise your hand and we have Don Hawkins who would like to provide public comment.
8: Sorry. Can you hear me? Yes. Uh, Just a couple things. I think, all these energy issues kind of fall under the climate action plan if you're trying to consolidate a little bit but i also know that participating in the process um i don't know mate jasmine can speak to this more but um i've heard a lot of you talk about connecting with various stakeholders like the county neighboring cities citizens um parks and rec staff so maybe an overarching um, I know you're trying to, to wrap it up here um, but I think reaching out to other stakeholders is pretty important and how how to figure to figure out how to do that efficiently that's all
0: thanks Don. I do not see anyone else so I think Going once, going twice, closed. Oh, wait. Right. Oh, wait. There's someone. Uh, Maddie? Okay, Maddie.
12: Yes, hello. Um, I think it's really great that y'all are um, setting these priorities. I just want to really, um, I guess, encourage the board to think like when you're doing like coming up with actionable policy think on like large scales i feel like with climate stuff it's really easy to get caught up in the small details but we have a like we only have 10 years um you know we're in a climate crisis and like while things like a plastic bag uh ban could be good or like focusing on designation of weeds and native plants and like i'm i really care about native plants too i feel like those sorts of things are kind of like small scale when we need like really big, um, solutions. And I know that in saying this, I'm not like giving you those big solutions or like giving examples, but I just really want to like encourage the board to think on a larger scale. Um, I like I do, um, I do activism work and like even when we're thinking about this stuff, I, it's like really easy to fall into that trap of small scale stuff. So thank you for the work you're doing. Just really uh, wanted to put that in there for like the, the, hopefully to encourage a broad mentality. Thank you.
0: Thanks, Maddie. Not- sorry for, sorry for uh, the delay on that.
1: Do you see anybody else, Jasmine? I do not. Um, I just want to encourage um, both Don and Maddie. Um, you know, please continue coming to the meetings, and definitely um, invite you to the next meeting as we, you know, try to discuss each of these priorities and and your ideas for action items as well that you want to see um, that you want to see the board work on, and and give us ideas on how we can do that as well. Okay. I'm very pro democracy. Are we ready to vote?
5: Hey, Makopa, I have a. I'm I'm curious about something. Something you said made made me wonder. Do we need to vote on these tonight, or is this our list currently, and then we'll we'll you know finalize it next meeting and and vote on it?
2: Personally, I'd like to see this go forward. Okay. So that we at least get the top priorities down.
1: I would like to amend the nomination um, to include uh, possible edits at the next meeting as well so that we will vote on these as priorities, but, you know, as we pare things down, you know, I don't want to stuck with these priorities. You know, if we can figure out ways to combine these priorities and then, um, you know, as the public comes back and comments, if there's other things that we feel like we need to focus on. So I want to leave room for, for editing these, but these are our, Guiding principles right now.
4: Does that modification need to be seconded? I I second that modification if it
2: does. Okay, as long as we don't have, uh, you know, to me these are pretty doable, and I would rather not have a new topic like water show up the next time. I mean, climate action plan has a water component. Um, I used that as an example. So I'm just saying, I think these are our big bucket items, but we could massage them. I don't have a problem with the second, as long as it's not totally something brand new.
5: I agree, Kay. I think it's just paring down at this point because there are so many under the energy one. For me, that would be the priority is, is paring down
1: energy. And I think that's something that we can definitely do and agree on too, Jackie. I guess I wouldn't want anybody to want to work on energy and then you know, be expected to work on all those things. <laughs> okay, are we ready to vote? <laughs> okay, so we have a nomination to um, our motion to make these a priority for this year with room for minor edits. Um, at the next meeting as we get more information or discuss these further. We have a second by Ben. Okay, calling all board members. I second Okay, sorry. All right, Jackie, yay or nay? Aye. Okay, aye, sorry, my bad. Ben, aye or nay? Aye. Deb? Aye. Okay. Hi, Maddie, or sorry, who else is on here? Oh, is Kira, do we have contact with Kira? Okay.
0: She says yes via chat to
1: me. Okay, great. And then Lily. Aye. And then I vote aye as well. So that motion has passed. Um, At the next meeting, we hope to discuss these further, hopefully pare some down, um, get some focus on these priorities and hopefully come up with some action plans. All right. Is there anything else that we need to discuss at tonight's meeting, Jasmine?
0: Jasmine Moore, Sustainability Director. Uh, The other items were the Sustainability Director Report, which is um, included. Uh, future agenda items and member updates so um, nothing more from me that I need to add and then uh, any if there's room for public comment on anything unrelated that was not listed on the agenda
1: okay real quickly Um, I think we can all read through the sustainability director's report on our own since it was included Um, Any member updates or future agenda items? Okay, any public comments on the meeting? I don't
0: see anyone that um, is giving public comment.
1: Okay. Does that wrap up this meeting? Anybody else got any last thoughts, words? Cat poster means. All right, well, I will make a motion to adjourn the meeting. Oh wait, do we need to vote on that? Is that a motion? I need to, I need to brush up with my Roberts rules of order.
2: If we need a motion, I move that we adjourn the meeting.
7: Mm-hmm
5: my understanding was it just kind of automatically adjourns because as soon as quorum drops off the meeting is over anyway
1: i think we still have quorum though
4: i'm gonna go thanks everybody
1: I the meeting has been adjourned thank you everybody Bye. Oh,